welcome to another podcast at Healing Networks. Uh, we've launched a channel called An Uncommon Dialogue, where we get to chat to all sorts of people from all walks of life. I've got actually an old school hometown person <laughs> with me today, uh, Troy. So, Troy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Cool. Thank you for jumping on um, today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you share some of the work that you're doing? So you're like in the music scene and what is it yeah. that you're doing there? Um, I guess, you know, music's always um, been pretty personal for me. So it's, it's still a very, very personal journey what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and I guess um, if I had to label myself at the moment, then it'd be, you know, MC, entertainer, producer, pop culture extraordinaire. Um, yeah. But... You know, listening to your um, conversation with Andy the other day, it was really interesting because he, he brought up, you know, the, um, the methods of making music and the things that come back from it and, and the things that we expect from, from making music and um, I guess getting our validation through others. But as of late, um, my musical journey has been very personal for me. It's kind of like a second time round. Um, so this, this album that I'm working on now is extremely personal. Um, you know, I really haven't aimed it at any demographic or any market of any kind. Um, it's more just raw emotions that I was able to put down through some music. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's something that I've been working on for a couple of years now. Uh, it's mm. definitely taken a few forms, um, almost come out a few times. And then, you know, as a lot, um, a lot of musicians go through personal growth. Um, the music has also go through some personal growth. So I guess mm. I'm at that stage now that um, I'm really happy with the music that I'm making on a personal level um, and yeah. it's allowed me to, I guess, get through some really personal hurdles just through putting it down in the music too. Why music and not cricket? <laughs> um, it's a really interesting question, um, especially for me because I'm a, I'm a late bloomer as far as music is concerned. Everyone that I knew, you know, growing up in Queen Bean and, and going through the ranks, I was never actually on the music scene all of those years. You know, I was a, I was a sports person for the most part, um, a basketball player and Music, um, it, it's something that, that came into my life quite late and left an impact that, that is still resonating today, I guess. Um, and it, that, that's why, because it's the emotions that music allows me to um, get off my chest but also relate to other people with um, is something that I haven't been able to find in, in any other facet of life. Um, it's just a, a connection for me that was so strong um, when I came across it and... For me, it was, um, you know, hip-hop was my introduction. Um, hip-hop and reggae were my, my favourites, without a doubt. And the introduction to, to underground hip-hop was something for me that was a real eye-opener because I saw people putting their emotions down and, and literally, um, you know, getting to vent and be themselves and still relate to other people with it. They weren't being judged by it and they weren't aiming at a certain demographic. And that's, that's what attracted me to hip-hop in general, I guess. So you would say that it's a perfect outlet for you for emotional expression to share some things yeah. in a way that without that tool might be challenging to do? Absolutely, yeah. There, there was definitely a barrier there at the start though, you know. Um, I guess when you first get into it, you have this idea of there's this picture-perfect, you know, album or, or, or production piece or whatever and, and everything should be like that and you feel like, there's a little bit of a barrier um, because I guess at that time, you know, the, the people that you're relating to are all new also when you're, mm. when you're new on the scene. So 
for me, it took a long time. Um, my, my earlier music and the collaborations and stuff that I was doing with the bros early, um, it was more just a, um, a creative outlet, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as of, as of late and recently with the, the, the journeys of life, it has turned into um, something a little bit deeper, something that I can really put some raw emotions to and, um, and, and relate to people on that level, yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you, for those that are not familiar with any of your music, is there, let's say, maybe a common theme or a common um, form of expression throughout your music? And when I say common, I mean, like, would it be a particular topic every time, just expressed in different ways? Or what's, what's your flavour? Yeah, I think um, I've, never, I've never been a quote unquote party party rapper or a or a party MC or anything like that. I definitely do have some some good vibe tunes that I bring to the live shows and stuff like that, but I'm all about the message. Um, I'm all about using um, music to to deliver that message, whether it's um, political, spiritual, just just for the growth of, of humanity and for myself is is I guess the the message that I put out there. And it is very um I guess, especially with some of my earlier work, very uh, anti-government, um, anti-political, but at the same time, it's just addressing those issues um, without without going into in-depth detail and everybody's background in it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just shedding the light on those issues as opposed to pointing fingers, I guess, directly. But it, it's there's definitely a common theme throughout the years, I guess. Mm. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, would you say that music's going to be something that you do for a very long time? Honestly, since um, there was a moment, I guess, uh, and most artists, I guess, could relate to it where you really have to sit down and identify why you're doing it and where you're going with it um, Mm -hmm. and, I guess, what the future holds for it. Mm -hmm. And for me, once I reached that level of, I I would call it spirituality within my music where I I find complete solace, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's making the beat or, um, you know, putting, putting the words together, it's a, it's a very comfortable place for me to be. Um, it hasn't always been the case where, you know, work was work and it felt like work, where now I feel like it's something that will never leave my life. You know, I, I think it's just going to take on different forms throughout the year. It always, it, throughout the years, it always has for me. Mm-hmm. It's not something um, I would say I've been able to dedicate 100% of my time to throughout my life. So there's always been a million other things going on, whether it was you know, family and career path and, and all of these other things um, that try and yank your attention away from the one thing that you want to be doing full time. So music will always be a part of my life. And, and to some extent, I think it always has been. Even if I haven't been actively participating, it's always there. You know, I don't, I don't think it's, it's ever going to evaporate from my life to a point where... I won't be creatively seeking out that area of, of um, creationism. You know, I, even when I don't release music, I have mm-hmm. to make music. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that I have to come home every day and, and sit down and do for a couple of hours just to really just to refresh um, and, and gather myself as a, as a person, as a human and not as a number in, in society, not just a, another human in line. Um, mm. So for me, that's, that's how I break free. It's, it's really how I break free from that, from that numerical system and, and the whole thing that we're caught up in from day to day. So that, that's really awesome that you've said that. I, I find that really um, enlightening. You'd be using music as a, it's a, it's therapeutic, right? It's, it's a tool that allows you to go within, collaborate, whatever it is that's in there 
smash it together, make it pretty, and then, you know, bash it out kind of thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it's a mess. Sometimes it's a, it's a beautiful mess. And, and that's why, for me, it's not all about the, the finished product. It's not all about, um, you know, what you upload to SoundCloud at the end of the week or anything like that. There's a lot of, a lot of things that I've worked on no one but myself will ever hear. Mm. And I'm very happy with that, you know. Not, not that um, I don't respect the people that follow me and want to hear my music. It's just that, like I said, it's, um, it's, it's a little bit of a different avenue for me. Um, and it's not something I probably should have, you know, back um, in my early 20s when I was looking at this um, and, and, and pursuing it really heavily, looking at demographics and, and marketplaces and, and all of these things that can really bring longevity into your music career, per se. Mm. But um, it started out definitely that way. I mean, everyone left here, left Queen Bien to go to Sydney searching for, you know, fame and fortune um, back then. And slowly but surely, I came to the conclusion that some of the circles of people in the high life uh, up there is it wasn't really what I was after um, as a human. And so I really took a, took a step back in that regard as um, chasing it as a career path. Mm. And also, I think, um, again, you know, coming back to Andy's conversation the other day, hip hop took a really big turn around about that time. Mm. And that was exactly the time that I was in Sydney um, pursuing it the heaviest. And yeah, I mean, you can argue for better or worse. And, and, and that's, a, that's a whole in-depth conversation that hip hoppers have all the time. But for me, um, it was a personal, it was a personal choice. It wasn't something that I wanted to be skewed. I didn't want someone telling me what sort of music to make for what sort of crowd and stuff like that. And, and, and I know that you really have to look at those aspects whenever you're looking at a commercial enterprise. So it's not like, it's not like I was against it. Like Andy was saying the other night, it's not like I'm like, oh, it is damn hip hop. It's <laughs> not what it was. Yeah. Um, it was more coming to a personal realization that music was a little bit deeper than that for me. Um, and if I was skewed into a, a particular area of music, I think I would have lost my reason for doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's awesome that you kind of touched on that because I, I have what I call my three Ps. It's passion, which then leads to the process, which then leads to the product. And if you, yeah, and if you know your passion and you follow your passion but enjoy the process, not to achieve the product but naturally, eventually, the product manifests itself. I think as humans, we're, we're very caught up in doing things because we think that we need to do them to achieve a certain outcome. You know, we do it with everything. We do it with our friendships, relationships, you know, art, sport, whatever it is. It's like, yep, yeah, cool, I'm going to do this because that's where I want to be. And, and don't get me wrong, like it's nice to have vision and it's nice to have drive and, and an end goal. But if it becomes all about the end goal and a little bit less about the passion, which then yep. stops you from enjoying the process, then you never get to the product. Absolutely. I think it's, it's like a fantastic analogy for life, really. You know, mm. it's so easy to get caught up in, in, in what it's the perceived big picture, you know, um, in, in your career path and, and, and family goals and, and all of these things are the perceived way to go or the perceived direction where, and then we just, we forget about the ride. You know, um, we, we get so caught up in this final product and we, we forget to enjoy the ride. And that's the exact, I guess that's, that's the exact approach that I take with the music um, is I know that that stuff is important. Um, and, you know, the more work that you do and uh, on that 
that side of it, the more people that you'll probably be able to reach to um, and, and to actually touch because at the end of the day, we only have so many avenues to try and get our music out there. And there's so many people doing it. There's so much new music mm. um, and so much new fantastic music too. It's not like, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that's coming out deserves its time. Um, but there's so much of it that it's just physically, you know, impossible to get round to all the new music. So that's when things like marketing campaigns and stuff make sense to me. Um, mm -hmm. When you're actually just, you're not looking to achieve uh, a monetary value or a financial goal. You're just looking to get your music out there to the most amount of people possible. That side I completely understand. Um, mm -hmm. And it's probably something I need to brush up on a little bit more and take a little bit more seriously, just mm -hmm. out of respect for the music, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right, you know, it's so easy if you lose focus on what you're doing at the time mm -hmm. and you're just aiming for this, this, this big imaginary, you know, bubble in the sky mm -hmm. to just lose your way, way there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? You know, Absolutely. everyone sees the rainbow and everyone runs towards it, but no one ever, can ever really find that pot of gold. And, and, um, and how beautiful is the rainbow? You know, I know. Gold. <laughs> and then you, and then you miss you actually miss, um, you know, the whole beauty of that process because yeah, everyone's absolutely. got their head down looking for the pot of gold rather than looking up and enjoying the rainbow. Yeah. And it is a beautiful process. Um, that's something that, that really made me fall in love with, with music was, was the process of it because I guess I'd always existed on a, on a very um, surface level. Um, emotions growing up in Queanbeyan and, and, and around the boys weren't something that were free flowing let's put it that way they were all there you know we can talk about it these days we're all grown folk and we can sit down and have these these fantastic emotional conversations but back in the day it just wasn't the case yeah. so it, it seemed like um there needed to be something there um after all of those years that i could pour my emotions into because they were backed up for so long mm. and for me it, music was that thing but I'm, i was just in as much in love with the process as I was with the, with the outcome. That's why I think I'll always do it. Even, mm. even if the final process never comes through, that even if the mastering, you know, never happens and it, and it never hits the waves for me, um, it's still essential. It needs to be done. Yeah. You mentioned something there that I want to touch base on about, um, now being able to have those open emotional heart to heart conversations, but not always being able to have them, why do you, what, what's, where's the shift or the disconnect there or why is it apparent now and, and wasn't so available then in your opinion? It, it could come down to a few factors. I think age would, would certainly be one of the primary factors in that, mm -hmm. but I feel like there has been a consciousness shift um, mm -hmm. within the world. Um, it's, it's a really hard thing to put my finger on and I'm not the most qualified person to talk mm -hmm. about it, but it's just something that I felt. Um, I felt it a quite a few years ago. Um, it was around about 2012, 13, where I was able to have start having conversations with people I'd always wanted to have, but could never really find a way of doing. Um, there were certain people, certain spiritual people that, that you could identify. All right, I can have this conversation with you. You know, mm. you're not going to look at me out of, out of the side <laughs> of your eye. You know, you, you know um, you're not going to judge me later on for this. This is something that's, that's very much in the moment, but those people were far and few between. As of around about those years that I mentioned, I realized that it started getting a lot easier. Um, mm. And I, I really, I don't have an answer for it. It's just, it felt like a consciousness shift. Um, and it felt like I was able to have 
really conscious and spiritual conversations with people that I couldn't before. And these were the hardest dudes that I'd ever known. You know, you, you know, some of the guys, um, yeah. they're, they're people that, yeah, you know, you, you could never back then you could never imagine having this sort of a emotional conversation with them, mm. but I can now, you know, it was for the same reason that the, the music I was making back then was a, a little bit more shallow in terms of emotion because it was, you know, it's what you think your boys want to hear. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, I'm going to put this down on the track because my boys are going to vibe out to it. But now I feel this, this freedom where I can, I can write and I can make exactly what's in my heart and exactly what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and they relate to it. Um, not just them, but strangers, you know, complete, complete and utter strangers relate to it. And I can perform um, something like that at a, at a live show. And again, people relate to it and they actually come up and they give you feedback. Back in the day, it was kind of like, oh man, you know, like that emotional track was really dope, but you, sh- you should probably leave that at home. Tone it down. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe just tone it down. We, we, we're trying to party here, bro. Um, but now it's not like that, you know. But I'd, I'd noticed the, um, for me, I, I like to notice little things and, and I noticed it in the crowds, um, even way back then when I first started. It mm. was like Melbourne crowds were very much on that tip back then where mm. you'd perform to a Melbourne crowd and it felt like, it was quite unresponsive. You, you weren't quite sure whether it was actually, you know, landing. And then you would finish the set and everyone would come up to you with really specific feedback on, you know, specific bars that you had and stuff like that. And I just, that blew me away because I was not used to that. I was used to the crowds that are either get live in the, in the front row or just kind of chill and, and do their thing and, and come up and commend you in their own way afterwards. But yeah, I, I, Melbourne was a very different thing for me, but when they approached me and they started talking about my, you know, this bar or, or that bar, and I, I really like what you did with this bar. I'm not sure about that one, man. I'd probably lead into something different. Mm. That took me by surprise. I couldn't believe that, that they were so um, engaged. Now it feels like that on a whole. Um, when, when you do something right and you, and you do a track that resonates with people, I feel that on a whole, not just from a certain demographic of the crowd. And I, I suppose that's the whole purpose of the process too, is that be, uh, creating something that gives you the ability to connect with people, um, not just for yourself as an artist, but to have that response, you know, from, from whoever's listening to be able to relate. I, I always said to myself, I mean, and it was kind of, um, when I started doing shows, it was, it was definitely like more of a, a pride thing, I guess. Um, it was like, you know, if I, if I come off stage and I don't get that, get that interaction from someone. It doesn't have to be a compliment. Uh, you know, I don't need the whole, yeah, man, it was, as long as there's some interaction. I told myself the day that I don't get any interaction when I come off stage is probably the day that I'll, I'll hang up the mic, you know? And thankfully that's never happened. Thankfully there's always been some interaction and some feedback from people because although I do this for very personal reasons, um, th- that personal interaction is very important to me. As, as much as I try not to, I do hold a lot of weight in, in my you know, in my, my peers and, and what they think and, and their feedback. I do hold a lot of weight in that. So, you know, thankfully it hasn't come to that point yet. But I, I do think that these days um, it's a little bit different for me and I'm not looking and I'm not seeking for that, that immediate response. I'm, I'm quite happy to, to put the music out there and, and let it have a life cycle of its own. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like um, sometimes with the amount of advertising and promotional activity that goes into some of this music, I see it like a, like a little chicken that's been injected with steroids 
you know it's like yeah. this this thing it, it was going to be its own creature and you've injected it with steroids and pumped it up to a point where it can't walk anymore so it, it has its time you know it has its yeah. big time in the sun and then it just falls over and no one cares about it and yeah. i find that really sad because there's so much, like I said, there's so much music out there that really deserves their time to shine. I don't have anything against the marketing and, and the promotional activities, but I feel like it does take away sometimes from, from some of the real, the real heartfelt material out there um, mm. because you've got this, this steroided up you know, production that is, is doing the rounds for about three weeks and then it just drops. And, and, and fair enough, that's the market these days. Yeah. People just move on and, and create the next track. But like I said, I, I just, I, f I feel a little bit saddened by it that there's music that's falling by the wayside because of these big, you know, super mm. productions that are kind of taken over the place. Yeah. And that's, that's where the industry, well, that's really where the world is right now. You know, in any kind of expression or art or whatnot, rather than allowing things to grow organically, yeah. um, we're just grabbing something before it's even hit its, you know, its peak and then just grabbing it and, and just genetically modifying it to suit yeah. the need of the consumer. And it, it robs, you know, it robs that chicken from just growing into this beautiful hen, so to speak. Yeah. The life cycle is gone, you know, and... That's, I guess that's where I'm at right now, where I'm happy to put out a tune and, and let it, you know, just slowly tick over. Look, for me, a view is a view. Um, and, and one view is, for me, that tells me that someone related with me that day. That, that seems to resonate with me a little bit more than, than a couple of thousand views in a day, just because it's that one person that I'm looking for. You know, this is, it's very much a um, second wind for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 34. I'm not looking to become a pop star. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking to relate with people and find that common ground yeah. that is so hard to find these days. You know, we, we spend so much time talking about things that we don't really care about. Um, mm. We spend so much time doing jobs that we don't want to do. This is my way, I guess, of bypassing all of that. I mm. still need a nine to five, you know, unfortunately it's something that I still have to do. But during that day, this is all I want to do is mm -hmm. to get home and, and to get onto that, get into that rhythm. Um, and like I said, hopefully by the end of the week, relate with a few more people. That's really my only goal when it comes to music these days, apart from my personal, mm -hmm. you know, I've got to get this down before I go crazy type thing. <laughs> yeah. There's a, yeah. Bit, there's a bit of that. <laughs> you mentioned before, um, you know, the idea or possibility or concept of, you know, the day that you can't connect or can't relate will be the day that you hang up the mic so to speak and it just it just sparked that thought or that idea of you know um, every ending isn't is a new beginning and yeah. everything evolves into something else you know let's hope fingers crossed that at that time for you or anyone will won't come anytime soon but if it does you know just because you drop the mic doesn't mean that you drop the pen yes absolutely i think that's the evolution of it we're, we're pretty lucky in hip-hop um, because hip hop ages with us. Yeah. Uh, I feel that way anyway, um, is that it evolves um, and it's, it takes on a very different dynamic for different age groups, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's not, something, it's not something that I feel I'll ever have to check out of. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's always something there. Um, I, I, I love my wax. I love my records. So if it comes down that line, I, I'd love to just put, you know, start putting some mixes together. If, if God forbid my voice disappeared tomorrow, which it seems like it might <laughs> um, right now, is that would still be there for me. Um, it's, you know, and it's the elements of hip hop that, that draw me to hip hop. And it's, it's why I have such a love a love for the culture um, yeah. and, and not just the music itself, because as you well know, you know, the, the culture, yeah. it runs a lot deeper than just the music itself. So it's not something I ever feel that I'll be irrelevant in, if that yeah. makes sense. I feel yeah. like I'll always be able to talk about the music and shed light on the music, whether it's talking about the good old days um, yeah. or, you know, just um, I, I try not to be, I try to be pretty open um, with the, you know, the new genres that are coming through and the evolution that it does take because um, mm-hmm. it's easy to be pretty, pretty skeptical about it. I guess um, mm-hmm. the message gets lost mm-hmm. pretty easily, yeah. but when that message is strong, yeah, that's when hip hop is, is, is at its strongest also. And that's, I guess that's why I just feel like it's a part of my life now. It always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it crept into my life in, in teenage years, but it was something that, I've had this conversation with friends in the past where, you know, it's, um, it's not, uh, it, it's not just in hip hop, but it's in, in genres all across the board. There's that argument of, you know, who deserves to be here, who deserves this mm-hmm. most, who's the most hip hop and who's the poser and who's this and who's that, you know, and that is something that's changed a lot over the years. And when you look back on the way that you were raised, the, the way, the things that you did when you were growing up, is when you realise that hip-hop was there right from the beginning, mm-hmm. even if you didn't know it. You know, yeah. it, it was there, it was in your life. And inevitably, it's why it resonates with you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's this new thing that you just come across yesterday and it blew your mind. It's been there forever and it will be there forever. And that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And it's um, exactly, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It's not just music. It's, a, it's culture. It's a movement. And there's so many avenues relating to hip hop, you know, apart from emceeing, you know, this graph, there's poetry. That, that's what it is. Um, so, you know, slapping some words over a beat and, and, and it's an expression of life. Um, and life experience, isn't it? And I think th- it's such a positive thing because it gives so many people that, that tool or that avenue to be expressive in areas or times in their life when they probably felt like they couldn't be. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's kind of why this is my resurgence creatively, um, creatively now is because I feel like I do have, I, I have a message um, and I have this life experience that, I mean, everyone's got their own life experience, but... When I started making music, it was because it was out of a love for the music. It was out of, you know, a a love for the whole situation. Um, I wanted to be involved and I wanted to be there. But to be honest, I hadn't done my living yet. Mm. You know, it was, uh, there was still so much living to be done. There was still, still so much loss to come after that. And I think that has, that plays a big part of it. Um, There's been a lot of loss for me over the last, say, four or five years and that, has inspired me. Um, that has inspired me to, you know, the, the one thing that I guess helped me get through that loss was um, realizing that it's not, it's not exclusive. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through it at some point. Everyone needs to relate to someone when it comes to that because everyone feels like they go through it alone mm. and coming out the other side of it. That's what I realized is that 
I wasn't alone and that there are a lot of people that go through, you know, tremendous loss um, on all scales. When you relate to those people, it creates a connection in life that I really hadn't witnessed previously. You know, you've got your bonds with the people that you know, you've got your bonds with your family and um, bonds with, say, colleagues and co-workers and stuff. But when you form a bond with a stranger um, over something that is pure emotional, it's something else. Mm. And that's where I've tried to take my music these days is, I mean, I'm not preaching. It's, it's, it's far from that. It's more personal experience than it is sort of directional, if, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But it is very personal. Um, and the people that are relating to it the most and, and who are messaging me and, and talking to me about it, it's not like it used to be. It's not like, hey, man, you know, that beat was fire. Blah, blah, blah. See you later. It's mm -hmm. more like, hey, man, that, that line about this thing where you talked about that, like I went through that last year, dude, and I thought I was the only one, you know, like hearing you say that, um, it, it just, it helped me, you know, get through that, that little stage of my life or whatever. And for me, that's it. That, that's all I need. I don't need a paycheck and I don't need views and I don't need subscribers. I need to know that I, that I made a difference. Um, yeah. And I think that's just me personally. And, and, you know, as a human, that's what I'm looking for to know that I made a difference, yeah. not, not in a bank account, just, just to know that if I was to disappear from the earth, there'd be some kind of resonance that I left behind. Mm, that's awesome that's such a beautiful thing that you just said and very very powerful you know that that's in the forefront of your passion it's it's just a like you said it's it's very much an evolution thing the reasons our motivations behind what we do you know they, they change so frequently and mm -hmm. i think i spent so many years being on the back foot of things you know like realizing or or hearing hearing something that i really really identified with and then tried to mimic it or something like that. I think there's a lot of that in music also before, before you find yourself as an artist. Yeah. Um, not just music, but I, I guess any um, creative outlet. There's a fine line, I guess, between inspiration mm -hmm. um, and actually taking something on board and, and working through it to come up with your own, with your own avenue. But for, for many years, that's kind of what I felt like I was doing was, was, you know, identifying with an idea that I really liked and then, mm -hmm trying to adapt that idea for myself where these days the, the ideas, the emotions, they're coming from within. Mm. Um, they're resonating outwards, I'm putting it down um, and, and then they're coming back full circle um, mm -hmm. through other people and really that's, that's all I need. It's, it's given me the inspiration to keep going with this. Mm. At, the, at the age that I am, you kind of need that, um, mm -hmm. you know, just, just a little bit of feedback to keep you going mm. and like I said, it, it's changed my, my direction on, on mm -hmm. where that I'm going and as long as I'm getting that genuine connection as long as I'm resonating with people then I'll keep doing this. I think it's um, awesome what you said there as well you know uh, any expression um, or you know any form of expression when it comes from within and it comes from your life experience then it's authentic then it's then expressed from the heart and when it is done in that way there's no way that it cannot have an impact. You know? that, that's what I feel. There's mm -hmm. many ways that you can try and dress something up. I feel like, you know, uh, whether it's commercial music or, um, you know, commercial film or anything like that, they really try this um, artificial way of building up emotions. Um, but yeah. there are, there is very human emotions that are underlying, whether it's got to do with love or loss um, that are there and they never leave us. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people, find great ways of of being able to push it down um and 
individually, you know, that's, it's, it's not something that I can really comment on. I just know that personally, that's not the best thing for me to do. I've tried pushing it down. It doesn't go away. Mm. Um, but when I, when I bring it up and I, I, I put it on the page, as you said, or I um, convert that emotion um, just into, into music, it's instant. Um, instant clarity or instant uh, relief for me better than any medication that I can think yeah. of that's again it's just another reason why for whatever purpose I'm doing it for it will never go away I love what you said there as well you know um, if I take what you said and translate that on a spiritual kind of level you know emotion really just means energy in motion it has a scientific spin on it as well. And we can't kill energy, right? We just, but it can transform. And it's up to us as alchemists to decide how we're going to transform that energy in motion. And it's got to be in motion. Otherwise, if it stagnates or if we suppress it, it comes out in uglier ways and it comes out in physical illness. It comes out in disease because the word disease means to be uneasy you know, and and it can manifest in so many different ways. So it's really healthy, you know, as people, as artists, as human beings to express and to share and to move that energy along and keep it in motion. Otherwise, we can find ourselves into a lot of trouble. Most definitely. And this that's one aspect, I guess, um, energy, spirituality. These are things that... Um, have evolved throughout my life, but I guess have, have always been present, but something that I knew very, very, very little about when I was younger, mm. you know, everything is on the surface and, and that you have to have that staunch exterior. And just by putting on that staunch exterior, you seem to push away a lot of those, that positive energy um, that's naturally occurring um, mm. within the younger years. And I don't know a lot about the topic, you know, I, I don't know a lot about alchemy or anything like that, but I, kn I know what I feel. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I have this with people that are like me also that don't know a lot about the topic that just know exactly what they feel yeah. I, I completely relate I completely understand it's I guess this is something that's taking more of a, a front foot in my life these days mm -hmm. is being aware of, of potential energy whether good or bad floating towards it or trying to move away from it um, depending on, on, on what it is but you know that's something that we talk about conversations we couldn't have as a kid uh, with <laughs> people we were growing up. That's yeah. one right there. You know what I mean? Um, now it's, it's out there even, you know, even on, on random, random pages, social media pages and stuff like that from people that you would never have thought mm -hmm. um, are, are on these thought trains. They are. And mm -hmm. I think that that's a really positive sign for society, for humanity, for me anyway, mm -hmm. I need those. I need those. There's so many negative signs when it comes to society. So many, for me, and it's, it's my personal beliefs, I guess, but it's also something that I've built together through the years of my careers. You know, I've been heavily involved in sales for many, many years. It's something that's taught me a lot, but it's not something that I'm really willing to pursue any longer. I gave mm -hmm. it up about five years ago and it's not something that I'll get back into because um, I found it very artificial. Mm -hmm. I found it very, you know, it, it would stifle my energy like nothing else. Mm -hmm. You know, if we talk about music and something like that, that really just creates that passion um, in a second, mm. the corporate world for me dissolves that passion in a second. Yeah. Um, it's something completely different. It, it was something that I was good at, but I just really had to be honest with myself um, mm -hmm. and, and realize that it wasn't good for me personally. 
my personal view is that it's not good for the world. It's not going to slow down anytime soon. Mm -hmm. You know, commercial enterprises and um, capitalism is what it is. But this recent admiration and, and exposing of these good energies and these, these potential shifts in people's consciousness, for me, mm-hmm. that has been the most positive thing for me. That's, that's allowed me to really step out into the sunlight with a smile on my face again. Um, knowing that the world is changing for the positive. Um, Mm. Although we can see all of these tremendously negative things happening, there are these small pockets of people and then there's same people I mentioned before that I can have spiritual conversations with who are adapting and they're changing and it's spreading. spreading. And it's lovely to see. Yeah. Do you know what? Seriously, we could be here all day. Like I wish we had easy, easy. I've been writing notes as we've been talking. You know, do you know what? I want, I absolutely, I've already said this to you before. I want to get you back. You made um, some really, really good points. You, you mentioned group consciousness. You talked about capitalism, corporate world. I, 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 want, I want us to come back and, and explore that a bit further. Let's do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, awesome. Um, Thank you so much for the chat. This is just round one. Um, It's not over yet. So um, thank you so much, Troy, and we'll chat to you soon. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Awesome.